Hello, hi, and welcome to this episode of the Mandy Mayer podcast. As per usual, this is the podcast where we chat all about health, getting healthier, getting fitter, getting stronger, working on those amazing goals of yours and making progress in the process. And today's episode is all about that. It's all about progress. Well, not exactly about progress, but how we measure progress. Actually, wait, it's not even about how we measure progress. It's about that damn fucking scale, which for many of you is the only way that you are measuring progress, which can actually be very detrimental to your overall health and fat loss progress. I know within the first 45 seconds, I have said the word progress a lot. I won't say it again. Well, I will try not to. I'm going to jump straight into this episode and ask you a question. And I want you to really sit down and think about this question. What is the biggest reason for you giving up in the past? What is the biggest reason that someone gives up on their fat loss expedition? What is the biggest thing that makes you demotivated, that makes you feel despondent, that makes you feel like what you are doing is not working? What is the biggest contributing factor to someone giving up, to you giving up on your fat loss expedition? I'll let you think about it for a split second. Yes, that is correct. You have the correct answer. You are the winner. The biggest shit stirrer on any fat loss expedition is that bloody scale. Every time there's a spike on that scale, you get despondent, you get demotivated, and most likely what happens is you will give up. Purely because you feel like all the hard work you have been doing, all the boxes you have been ticking, all the healthy habits you have been creating are not adding up to anything because boom, out of the middle of nowhere, there was a little fluctuation on the scale. What tends to happen then when you see a fluctuation on the scale is like, well, anyway, fuck this shit. I'm out of here. I've been putting in all the hard work and my best buddy over here, the scale, which shouldn't be your best buddy, by the way, is reflecting that I am not doing any work at all. So what is the point of proceeding? Now I know as many of you are sitting here listening to this, you sitting there and you're like, hmm, yes, no, I can relate to that. You know why? Because I've been through it as well. Another reason why is because over the years with diet culture, with any challenges that maybe you have done in the past with any weight loss challenges or any diets that you have been on. Maybe you've been working through a specific company. There's always been a specific way in day and your progress, oops there, I said the word, is based purely around that number on the scale. So if you didn't drop 500 grams in that week, you'll get get the coaches or you'll get the people at this company saying, oh, you've been naughty. Fuck, I hate that word. Clearly, you haven't been sticking to the plan. Maybe you should do better next week. And that sticks with a person. That really does stick with a person. And you're like, oh, well, if that number on the scale is fluctuating, it must mean that number one, I'm not disciplined enough because number two, I'm not sticking to the plan because number three, there has to be a shift on the scale because of number one and number two. And immediately you might put the blame on yourself. Now let's go back to these fat loss challenges. A lot of them give prize money to the person who has made the biggest transformation. And a lot of the times those transformations are based on that number on the scale. So again, Emphasis is placed on who can lose the most amount of weight on that number on the scale in the shortest period of time. 
So again, you are led to believe that that number on the scale is the most important thing. What a lot of these challenges, companies, coaches don't take into consideration and don't measure is how you are feeling, the increased level of movement, the changes you have made, the way you are positively looking at your expedition, the control that you have gained over food, the fact that you can have a slice of pizza or two now without feeling guilty about it. My goodness, if that is not progress, sorry, but I have to use that word. If that is not progress, then I don't know what is. That number on the scale can shift as much as it wants. But if you don't work on all the areas in the background, your mindset, your relationship with food, your activity levels, your health markers, then honestly, that number on the scale means fuck all. Anyway, we digress. Mandy, that was a very long introduction, more like a rant about that number on the scale or the scale. But anyway, let me proceed with what I actually came here to say. We can't take away the fact that that number on the scale is used to measure progress. I get it. I understand it. And at the end of the day, it's not the number on the scale that is an issue. It's how we react to that number on the scale. It is the lack of understanding behind why fluctuations take place. And then also it is the fact that we use it as the only form of measurement of how well we are doing. And that is where all the issues with that scale come into play. So again, I will reiterate, it's not the scale that is the problem here. It's the way that it has been drilled into our minds that the scale is the only thing that reflects how well you are doing. And I must say, in my opinion, and I know this might come as a shock to many people considering I just had a big rant about the scale, but weighing yourself on a daily basis is going to be the better way forward here. Purely because it gives you a weight every single morning, first thing in the morning. You've got your weight every morning for seven days. You can then see after seven days your average weight. You can also see what your lowest weight was for the week. So again, you have all those data points and you'll be like, hmm, okay, fantastic. It is moving in a downward direction. And by doing it in that manner, it also helps you better understand weight fluctuations. It makes you come to terms with the fact that there are going to be weight fluctuations and it will help you better deal with the fluctuations as you move forward. Weighing yourself once a week can be quite detrimental because it can cause quite a few problems. You might weigh yourself on a day where there is a fluctuation and that's where you're like, oh, all my hard work this week didn't pay off, so what's the point of really doing it? Or number two, it can lead to the fact that you fully restrict food and liquid a day or two before going to weigh yourself because you want to manipulate that scale. And that is an unhealthy relationship with food and that scale. And I will say again, like the only reason I'm bringing up these different ways of weighing yourself is purely because I know that no matter how much I speak about that number on the scale and no matter how much I speak about how it does not 
dictate how well you are doing, the progress you are making, the changes you are making. There are still people that get on that scale and base everything on it. There are still people that freak out when there is a fluctuation. And again, I don't blame people because it's been years and years and years of the diet culture, weight loss challenges, and everyone else telling us that that number on the scale is absolutely everything. So I get it. The mindset around that number on the scale can be a tough one to break. I totally get it and I understand. But the biggest reason for making this episode is because I want you to continue pushing forward even when there is a fluctuation on the scale because a fluctuation is a fluctuation. Let me tell you something quickly. One liter of water weighs one kilogram. So if I go and drink one liter of water now and I get on the scale, I'm going to weigh a kilogram more than what I did before I drank that one liter of water. That does not mean that I've gained one kilogram of body fat. I've got one kilogram extra water in my body and it's reflecting as weight. Can you imagine this episode was actually being made for a question that I got? And the question was, when is the best time to weigh yourself? And now look, we're almost 10 minutes into the episode and I haven't even answered the question yet. Well, I sort of have. So if you want to use that number on the scale as a form of measuring your progress, that's 100% okay because I do know that it does help a lot of people. So I would then suggest that you weigh yourself first thing every single morning. You keep track of that on a daily basis. You gather your data over a week and then on a month-to-month basis compare where you are at. So if you started weighing yourself on the 1st of January, weigh yourself every single day for that month and then compare the 1st of January to the 1st of Feb. But I would really suggest that you do steer away from weighing yourself once a week because like I said, that can cause so many problems. And honestly, it's just the biggest thing for me about weighing yourself once a week is leading up to that weigh day. There can be so much unnecessary anxiety. Whereas if you're weighing yourself every day, it becomes more of a habit. You start getting used to collecting that data and you start realizing that "Mm, it is only data and you start getting used to those fluctuations and you also get a a little bit more comfortable with them. And if the scale isn't for you and it really does trigger you, don't weigh yourself. And I'm very serious when I say that. And when I say don't weigh yourself, I don't mean don't weigh yourself for five days and then weigh yourself three times in one day or weigh yourself once every week. Don't weigh yourself for a minimum of 30 days. Focus purely on your habits, the creation around your healthy lifestyle, those fundamentals that focus which are your daily habits. And of course, I'm going to end this episode with the word progress. And I'm going to say to you, that number on the scale, yes, it gives you an indication of how you are moving forward with regards to the drop in that number on the scale. But that is like a very small percentage of how you can measure your progress. Progress should actually be measured on your health markers, how you are feeling, the amount of energy that you have, the habits that you are creating. And all of those in the process, as I always say, will ultimately lead to fat loss, especially if you are changing your lifestyle from one that was not the healthiest of lifestyles to start off with. Now, what I will say quickly is when I first started my fat loss expedition, I used to have a very unhealthy relationship with the scale as well. And now at this point of my expedition, 
that number on the scale, it does not make me emotional. I do not react to it in a way that it sends me on a downward spiral. I purely use it as a form of data. And the reason that I'm telling you that is because I spent several years working on my relationship with that scale. I spent several years working on my relationship with my body. And I spent several years of focusing on absolutely every single area of progress and not only that number on the scale. Remember, I'll leave you with this. It's not the scale that is the problem here. The problem is every time there is a fluctuation, you want to give up and you need to start working through that mindset. You need to start working on that relationship with the scale and understanding that fluctuations do take place and that it's not you that's doing anything wrong for a fluctuation to take place. It's just how the body works. I mean, if you're eating copious amounts of takeaways and not not adhering to your calories, then yes, there are going to be fluctuations and potentially fat gain. On that note, I'm going to love and leave you like I usually do. Keep smiling, keep laughing and keep being kind to one another. Much love, your friend who really doesn't have an issue with the scale anymore, Mandy.